0: Hey there, friends. I feel like sharing some stuff today, but I feel like speaking it rather than writing it, in part because I think I'll do a better job of sharing my thoughts through speech, and it'd probably be a really long essay to read. So, let's see. I wanna start by sharing some words from Andrea Gibson, who's a really beautiful poet. You can find her on Instagram at Andrea Gibson, and she shared these words. She's someone who's been dealing with late stage cancer for um, for a bit now, and she wrote this, and I want to share it with you all. People often say to me, "I can't imagine what you're going through." I say, "Yes, you can. That's what it is to be human. We can imagine. I imagine living in a war zone." I imagine the hospital I am typing this from, this hospital that has been saving my life, buried by a bomb. I imagine living in a sick body with no access to water, food, shelter, fuel. I imagine the insanity that sets in after two nights without sleep. And then I imagine my psyche shattered after 21 nights of praying a family member held hostage will be returned to my embrace. I imagine a grief so unbearable, it can't be soothed by anything but my hatred. I imagine listening to the world say my mother or father's death was deserved. I imagine trying to dig my sister out from under rubble with my bare hands and failing. I imagine watching 7,000 people die and hearing the leaders of the world say, I don't believe those numbers. When I imagine war, I imagine it so horrific, my biggest problem becomes tiny in comparison. When I imagine war, cancer is an afterthought, a so what, a who cares. We keep being asked to be guided by words like deserve and owed and fair and right. But each of these words distracts from the question, what choice is the most humane? What choice will save the most lives? What choice will lessen the suffering of human beings? What choice will save the most children? What choice will weaken the flames of this hell burning the bodies and spirits of so many? For the love of humanity, ceasefire. For the love of the people of Israel and Palestine, ceasefire. For the love of our aching world, Ceasefire. I wanted to share that piece because I think she so beautifully and heartbreakingly reflects on the power not only of our imagination, but the empathy that can come from taking the time to put ourselves as much as we are able into the experience of our fellow human beings no matter where we stand or what we stand for can we recognize that it is within our power should we choose to to align with the humanity in others even those we disagree with even those we whom we believe uh, are acting in a way that feels monstrous can we not take the time to imagine what it might be like to be living in their experience, to be walking in their shoes, what it might have been like to have lived the lives that they have lived that have gotten them to the place of being and saying and doing whatever it is they're saying and doing in this moment that we may find so horrific. No one is feeling good about many aspects of the state of our world, I feel confident speaking for all of us when I say that. And yet, what I continue to see on social media specifically where it's all heightened is um, a cesspool of violent language, of dehumanization, of one person shaming another, of friendships breaking down and being torn apart because people aren't able to approach not just the war between Israel and Palestine, but everything that um, stokes within us. We're not able to show up to this situation having the exact same thoughts and feelings about it as we're not able to show up to anything with the exact same thoughts and feelings about it. And so instead what we do with one another is We perpetuate the wars that we are supposedly fighting against. And yet we're energizing it because everything here is energy. And though it may feel like we are powerless as one human being, we are actually incredibly powerful by the example we set and the energy we, we offer not only to ourselves and those in our immediate vicinity, but to the world at large which is to say if we are seeking peace but we are choosing to show up with words and actions that in any way shame and dehumanize others then we are not acting in alignment with the peace we seek we are not acting in alignment with love and i get that choosing love is not always the easiest thing to do especially when we're we're seeing a humanitarian crisis like we're seeing in, in Gaza. And we're seeing the horrors of the terrorist attack in Israel. And we're seeing any number of other humanitarian crises across this planet. It can be very easy to lose touch with the desire to love when there's such a um, drive in our minds to hate and dehumanize those we feel are hating and dehumanizing others. And yet, whenever I connect to my heart, whenever I am connecting to the energy of love within me and asking it, what do I do? What do I do? The answer is always the same and the answer is only just love. In my mind, even them, even that person, my heart, of course, of course that person, everyone. And it can feel like a silly thing to be talking about love when people are being bombed and killed every day, not just in the Middle East, but across our planet. And yet, If like me, you believe that love is the most powerful energy we have to work with as human beings to create real healing, then you must also see that anytime we are operating outside the energy of love, especially when aligned with energies of hatred and shame and dehumanization, that all we are doing is adding fuel to this fire of war. All we are doing is creating more war within ourselves, within our communities, in contributing to the greater wars that we're seeing out there. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in participating in movements and organizations, in tribes, in, in anything that is not foundationally centered in love. And that doesn't mean that we're also can't be raging. It doesn't mean we can't be feeling everything else we're feeling. It simply means acknowledging that our rage alone is not gonna create healing. It will create change, yes, but not healing. Only love creates healing. This is my understanding of the energies we have here in this reality. This is how I see things. If there is not love there, and by love, I mean compassion, forgiveness, empathy, kindness. If these energies are not involved in whatever else we're doing, then the change that we are creating is just going to be more of the same. It might look different, but ultimately all it's gonna lead to is more war, more battles, more dehumanization, more shame. I'm gonna read you something that I wrote for my new book that just came out, Enough As You Are, that speaks to what I'm saying in a more concise way. Here goes. When we pray for peace around the world, let's not forget to pray for peace within ourselves. Who will listen to a prayer for peace from those who refuse to model it, from those who lack empathy and compassion, from those always ready for a fight? Peace cannot come from war, and we are all at war with ourselves and with each other. We have to be willing to confront our own hypocrisies when we pray for peace, to unbury all internal resistance to that call so our prayers will not be muddied by our own unwillingness to rest in love. Where within ourselves are we too aggressors? Where are we unwilling to empathize? Where do we wish for harm to come to those we dislike or don't agree with? Let us become the living examples of the peace we want to see in our world, and then watch how our prayers are magnified, how war cannot endure within the energy of love we together have co-created. Prayers alone won't do it. We cannot root out war in our world until we root it out in ourselves, until we return to love. So the invitation I see for all of us, is to ask ourselves, what is love inviting me to do in this moment? If you feel called to be an activist, to make noise for whatever it is you feel called to make noise for, how does inviting love into that call inform how you choose to communicate with your friends, through social media, to your congresspeople, to the world? knowing that any time we integrate love into all that we do, into our activism, into our work, into our conversations, that we stand a chance to create the possibility for real dialogue and potential healing, that we stand a chance to shift the dynamics that we all can barely bear in this world. It may not be within our power as one person to control much of what we see out there, but it is certainly within our power as one person to influence by example. How you choose to live your life, how you choose to communicate about anything, how much love, compassion, kindness, empathy you choose to bring to anything that you are offering, even in your deepest conviction is an example you're setting and contributes to more peace or more war, more love, more hate. This is the power we have. I also wanna say that it is impossible to care about everything happening on this planet and even more impossible to make noise about everything happening, to speak up or out against everything that's happening on this planet. There are so many unimaginable horrors happening here. Israel and Palestine is one of many humanitarian crises that are taking place right now in this moment. And it feels incredibly easy for many to shame others who are not speaking up in a way that they feel is appropriate about this conflict, about this war. And yet, if we're honest with ourselves, there are thousands of things happening right now about which none of us is speaking up. You know, it is often said that to be silent is to be complicit. And if that's true, then we're all complicit in any number of atrocities because we can't possibly be vocal about all of them, nor is it necessary for everyone to be vocal about everything happening, even if it's the one thing that happens to be garnering most of the media's attention and the social media's attention. I do not support us shaming one another for the choices we're making around the myriad atrocities happening on this planet. If you feel called to speak, if you feel called to make noise, if you feel called to protest, by all means do it. And if you feel called to, if you feel aligned with love as our greatest healer, then by all means, as much as possible, do it with love as the foundation. And if you feel called to be silent right now, know that that too is okay. And it is not for anyone else to decide how it is you need to show up. Not just in regards to the war between Israel and Palestine, but between any number of things that we're told in any given week that we need to be vocal about on social media or wherever else. You get to decide this for yourself. We are not as human beings, I don't believe, capable of opening our hearts to every horror on this planet because there are too many. It would be impossible. You know, where is your heart calling you? How is your heart calling you to be? Let that be enough. Let your heart lead you where it is is meant to lead you, in trust, trust in that as much as you are able. You know, I... I don't know what to say other than the more things seem to be getting worse and worse on our planet in so many ways, the clearer the call for me to return to love becomes. The clearer, the clearer I see that love is going to be the only thing, a dedication in more and more and more of us to the energy of love and the power of love and all that invites into our lives, I believe that is going to be the only thing that stands a chance of creating more healing on our planet. And the beauty of that, again, is that we can integrate that energy into whatever other choices we're making, whatever activism we're doing, whatever work we're doing, whatever conversations we're having, until eventually, I I don't know that it will be in any of our lifetimes, I honestly don't know, but that a tipping point will occur where where the great majority of us simply are not willing to accommodate words and actions that aren't aligned on some level with love, with compassion, with forgiveness. I think that's all I'll say for now. Um, I send you all so much love. You know, if, if you're struggling, as I suspect many of you listening to this, are, no, you're not alone. This is uh, an exceedingly difficult time, I think for most, if not all of us in many ways. And at the same time, I encourage you to celebrate the moments of joy when they present themselves. Like it it is not a mandate that you have to be miserable because of all the misery and horrors that exists on this planet. At the same time, there is so much else happening Weddings are happening, birthdays are happening, people are sharing their art with the world. There are so many different things to celebrate and acknowledge and give our energy to at the same time, right? We can hold our hearts open to whatever we wanna hold our hearts open to. We can be active in whatever ways we feel called to be active and we can give ourselves over to celebration and joy if there are opportunities for that. And I would argue that we need to give ourselves over to celebration and joy as much as possible, especially during these times, because that is an energy that uplifts, that reminds us that it is not all misery here. It is not all horror here. Yes, there is too much of that, and it is overwhelming. And at the same time, there is so much beauty here. There is so much generosity here. There is so much love and compassion here. And the more we connect with those energies within ourselves, the more likely we are to energize them outside of ourselves and to connect and be aware of them in the world around us. And this is one of the ways we contribute to the healing of our planet. First and foremost with ourselves. And then naturally as an extension, because love is a pure, positive, abundant regenerative energy, it always transcends self and affects everything else as well. I love y'all. I send so much love to you all, to us all. I send so much love to all of the human beings in Palestine, in Israel, and all of the, the nations, the many nations across this world who are at war, to all human beings who are dealing with very real suffering To all the children, to all of us, to everyone who is struggling, who is suffering, and uh, just holding a deep prayer for deeper love in all of our hearts and a deeper commitment to that love, and deep prayer for peace in our hearts and peace across this planet. And um, I love y'all so much. Wishing y'all a beautiful weekend. All right. Bye for now.